The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Well, hello. Hello there, friends. How are we doing? So my name is Josh Hurd. Um, not a lot going on. But I tell you this much. So <laughs> a couple weeks back, we uh, we aired this thing where I have a, I guess, a psychobilly freak out or whatever on, on the air um, reacting to a negative comment that we got on... Uh, whatever that is, iTunes or what have you. Um, it, <laughs> this was, a, this was something that was kind of cooked up between Mr. Koopsick, Dr. Feelgood and myself. So we, what we ultimately wanted to do was just take a break from the show. Um, Koopsick has a lot of crap going on. I've got a lot of crap going on. So we're like, Hey, this might be a fun way to do it. So, that's what we're doing. Nobody is pissed off. I, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, it, it really doesn't matter to me what somebody says, um, online. However, I will say this, uh, we must, we must have, um, it must've worked a little bit. I don't know because the outpouring of people like that were commenting on this and, and telling me, Oh no! Just come on back. Um, you guys were saying some amazingly uh, supportive things, very positive things. Um, for that, I thank you. Like that was outstanding. I loved it. Um, however, you know that was that was freaking. I don't know. It made me feel freaking good. But at the end of the day, um, Koopsik has just a ton of stuff going on. I have a ton of stuff going on. So we decided, hey, we're just going to take a break. So. With that, we are going to usher in just a couple episodes that are some of our favorites. Um, And one of them is coming up right now. It has my brother. It's got my wife in there. It is definitely one of my favorite episodes. And I think we are talking about uh, A Brush with Evil 2. We're talking about all sorts of fun stuff on there um and you know coming up like i'm going to be releasing just a couple more uh before we get you know dr feelgood back in the in the hot seat (laughs) but we wanted to uh to show you guys some of these just because i guess we i don't know if we want to call them greatest hits because they're not that good but i mean they're funny um they're a lot of fun and it was really fun, like going through some of these old episodes and kind of reliving them, so to speak. So, I hope you guys are enjoying them. Uh, I hope you enjoy them as much as we enjoy putting them out. Um, the Ectoplasm Show is is alive and well. I will say that it is not going anywhere. However, we're just taking a little break because <laughs> we're fucking burned out. Like that is it. Um, so we're just taking a break. 
from the show. Um, I may come back on here and and do just a full episode of my own. I I don't know. I've done it before. We'll see. Um, But anyway, until then, I hope you guys are enjoying this uh, and enjoying these older episodes. This one is definitely one of my favorites. It's a lot of fun. And we're going to have a lot of fun with this in our absence. So we are trying to do everything that we can do. Um, obviously, the phone lines are still open. Um, give us a call, a text, a picture, whatever. Um, we're also, you know, at Ectoplasm Show on Instagram and Twitter. You can reach out to us there as well. Um, yeah. Other than that, hope you guys are doing freaking awesome. And... We will be talking to you like very, very soon. All right? Enjoy this stuff, and we will talk to you soon. Peace out. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh, and uh, joining me right now, I've got a few people um, sitting around the table. My brother James. Hello. <laughs> I've got uh, my wife Kirsten is sitting over there. Hey guys. And our friend Erin. If you're gonna speak, she's she's not sure if she wants to actually talk or not. Are you gonna say at least just like hello? Hi. 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 That was very, very, uh, very quiet. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so anyway, I wanted to bring attention to something. Um, as we, as we record this, it is Wednesday night, uh, the 23rd of September. And let's see here. Um, number one, we were supposed to die today. Everybody was supposed to die today and we're still kicking. So I, I think it's safe to say that we can put that uh, that little conspiracy theory, uh, put it to rest. And now you, you crazy bastards out there can come up with another date that we can all fear. Uh, make sure it's at least like a year or so into the future so we can all thoroughly freak out. But yeah. So yeah, I, uh, we're, we're still alive and still kicking. Now... Um, like I said, it's Wednesday night, and last night, uh, being Tuesday the 22nd, we got some terrible, terrible news uh, in the paranormal community that Debbie and Mark Constantino uh, were taken from us. Um, I don't really want to get into any details or anything like that. I'm sure everybody has heard what happened. Uh, we just wanted to say uh, that we're sorry that this happened, and our hearts and our thoughts go out to the family especially um, leave all the speculation and all that bullshit aside and just think about their family for now and the fact that they're hurting. So anyway, um, so now I wanted to, I don't know, like we did an event with Debbie Constantino. Uh, where were we? We were in Virginia city, Nevada, and we did an event and we had a great time. Uh, and she was an amazing person to be around. She was a lot of fun. She was very personable. Um, 
I think we we stood outside a lot and you know we we had our fair share of cigarettes and things like that and uh, but anyway it's just it's a terrible loss for the paranormal community in general as a whole because uh, I don't know they they brought a lot to the table now with that being said Facebook Twitter all of social media in general is blowing up with you know the loss of of Debbie and Mark and it's terrible shit but why social media is blowing up is because there is a guy I'm not saying his name I'm not saying anything about him okay all I will say is he does a lot of the ITC experimentation meaning uh, like he does a lot of the EVP type stuff however he uses different equipment to get there um, he, he's fairly well known in the paranormal community uh, and he invents a lot of shit um, to further the ITC research now he went ahead and tried to contact Debbie and Mark literally just a matter of a few hours after we all got the news as I said before the paranormal community then lit up and basically started to eat his ass every way but loose and I wanted to know I wanted to ask you guys here at this table with me what are your thoughts on that this is also mind you the same man that after when we lost Robin Williams that same night, he started uh, asking for Robin Williams. In his defense, he does say that the first 24 hours after a person passes is the easiest time to get a hold of them. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that because I've seen people that have had like full-on conversations with Mark fucking Twain. And he's been dead for God knows how long now. You know what I'm saying? What are your thoughts on that? Is it is it disrespectful to the families? Is it disrespectful to to the the recently deceased? What do you think? My personal opinion, like I don't think it's disrespectful. You don't? I don't. Okay. Um but I guess there's a fine line there. I think there is too, especially when it comes to just family in general. I mean, right. Mark and Debbie have kids. You know what I'm saying? So right. like it's it's like just let them pass. Let them pass. Let them grieve for a little while. Exactly. And then do it. But I don't think it's disrespectful in a sense, I guess. You know, just right, right. keep it to your damn self. And I think, honestly, it would have been different. Like, not everybody had a problem with, oh, we're going to try to talk to Robin Williams tonight because he just died and all right. this shit or whatever. But, you know, Mark and Debbie died in a very tragic way. Horrible horrible way and I think that in itself is a big enough blow and I don't think I'd have let that lie for a while I think so too like sweetie what do you think what do you think over there I don't really know I have mixed feelings on it well and I think that's the problem with it but I will say this like the majority of the paranormal community right now wants his head on a fucking stick like they want him to knock off everything like if he gets any business from now on i i would be shocked and i could see doing it but keeping it private not blowing all up because you're trying right. to take a 
something well, very tragic and capitalize on it. And I think that's their point is that he is trying to capitalize on this. And he he does make points. Number one, he said, you know, okay, he in his theory or his belief or whatever is that the first 24 hours is the best, you know, to communicate. He also said that this morning he woke up and he had 62 emails from people all over the place saying, would you try to get in contact with them? Could you try to get in contact with them? Let us know what your results are type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Basically, people asking him to do like an EVP session trying to get them to speak. Now, whether he did or not, I don't know because I was sick and tired of Facebook. The past two days have been sickening to me because every time I read something about Debbie and Mark, I'm, I'm, I'm reliving it, you know, and it's like literally that that weird feeling where it's like your, your stomach jumps up in your throat and then it's like everything shifts and your your throat goes down to your gut and you just don't know what to do. You don't know how to speak. Like it's fucking weird. But I feel terrible for them, you know? Um, and I think at that point it should just be respect for the family. I think so too. Yeah. I, I would totally agree with that. Um, I'm not going to be one of those people uh, in this community that says... Oh, you're a, you're a dickhead, and you need to rot in hell, you piece of shit. I'm not going to do that, because who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Because at Agree the bo- to disagree. Exactly, because at the, bo- I mean, at the end of the day, everybody in this field is after the same goddamn thing. And at the end of the day, everybody has the same amount of fucking answers, which is zip. You know what I mean? But anyway, let's... We're going to move on. Now, the reason why I have you... You three crazy bastards right here. (laughs) It's because I want to talk about spooky stuff. I want to talk about the scariest thing that has happened to you. Or just tell a a creepy ass story in general. So right now, sweetie, what are you doing over there? Honey, what are are you doing? You're, You're on Facebook or something. What are you doing? I am on Facebook. You're going to have to talk a little louder than that. I am on Facebook. That was the most attractive noise I have ever heard in my life. I try. I don't know. I got a little something, something going on up in there. Yeah, you do. I don't know. Is, is your mic... Shut up. Are your mics on? Like, I just got to ask. My mic is on, yes. Yes? My God. You are, the, like, the most soft-spoken people Maybe you're just really loud. I, no, I could you may be. Just I put am. these condoms over it. That's the problem. Okay, they're not called condoms, but yes, they're they're microphone condoms. Right. That's what they are. So because I'll just we, lip it. We uh, we just, yeah. We like to keep things safe at, here at the Ectoplasm <laughs> Show. That's what we do. Not everybody has a cool stand like you do. You know right? this stand, nerd. I no, I worked. <laughs> I worked for this stand. <laughs> What'd what are you, you giggling at? What did you do for it? I went on Amazon and I clicked like five <laughs> times yeah. to get this stand. Okay. I actually Don't no. They have I, the one click option though. What do you? They do, but for this particular stand, are I specifically remember. No, I am not. I specifically remember having to type in manually type in my credit card information. So it, it was a bitch, I'm guys. Sweating. I am sweating too. <laughs> it is. It is a warm son of a bitch in here, isn't it? 
Very sorry. We're in that weird phase right now of weather. We it's like it's it's I don't know. First it's, day of fall. Oh my god. It is the first <laughs> day of fall. It, exactly. It's actually the first day of autumn. Oh, oh it's autumn. Sorry. We're gonna say autumn. It's, no, it's Not fucking fall. duck season. That's what it is. <laughs> you got to talk louder or something. I'm duck. It, it, Jesus, I'm trying to keep the babies asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying to keep the babies asleep. I don't know, man. But anyway, it's autumn. It's fall. Whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So, anywho. So, I want to I want to start with... James, let's start with you. Okay. Let's start with the scariest thing. And you're breathing very heavily into the mic right now. Just with your <laughs> nose. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm trying to get all up in it. So, yeah. No, you're good. Just hold it at 45. <laughs> there it is. Look comfy, at you. huh? Yeah, yeah. Nice yeah. and comfy. Maybe you should so, uh, click five or six times and get you one of these kick-ass mic stands here. Is no, that, that's is that better? A thousand times better. Wow. Okay. It might have so, been the beard. I don't know. It could have been the beard. Rubbing. Okay. A lot of rubbing. <laughs> um, but no, in all seriousness. Yeah, I want to hear the story, man. You were here. No, I know. <laughs> I lived it. <laughs> the uh, scariest thing was Kirsten... You took the girls to, I believe it was Pennsylvania. Yes, it was. And then, I don't know where the fuck they went. They went to Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, that's where they went. They went to Pennsylvania. And you were fixing to leave to California. I was going to go to California right. in two days after that. Yeah. Right. And I started getting my feet grabbed, things like that. And it was just a bunch of weird shit. Like my legs got thrown off the bed. I like, do remember that. Yeah, and then so <laughs> I ran to Josh's room. Daddy, Daddy, help me! Kind of a situation, and uh, he was gonna. I don't know what we were gonna do, but I got you up. You did get me up. You yep. woke me up, mm-hmm. and we're walking through uh, right here between. Yeah, the where my room. where my dining room meets my living room there is a uh, a, threshold. Uh, a threshold where it goes from carpet to hardwood and so there's a wood threshold there and then yeah the next thing that I knew I was on my fucking belly with a broken rib because something had grabbed me by the fucking ankles and yanked him out from underneath me I do not like that microphone that you're using right now so it actually sorry. sucks ass I, Right now, so it's I don't know what it is. It. I don't know what it is. Let me see. Let me see this microphone. I'm going to try it myself. And now I'm talking into the microphone, and now it sounds fine. Like I don't know what. I don't know what you're doing. I think. I think it honestly. I think it's because you move the microphone. I do not move the microphone. Yeah, I swear to God, you do. Okay, so do you want me to reiterate my no, entire no. story? No, we got it. Like you're oh, walking okay. from. From the living room area to the dining room area. Exactly. Now, what happened, though, like, I watched it happen. Right. Your legs, both legs, went back. Out from underneath me. But behind you. And there was drag marks on the carpet from my toes. Exactly. About two foot of it. And it was bizarre because then where you hit was right on your rib, right on that threshold. Right. Which then broke your rib. Which was ridiculous, but Absolutely. I did see this, and then you know it. I thought we were going to the ER. We probably should have. Yeah, we probably should have. 
Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? right? I mean, <laughs> we're good now. <laughs> yeah, we're all good. We're all good. But no, like, I just I don't think I've ever seen something like that before. I've never experienced anything like that. It was, is it my, is my dog snoring? That's the dog. That's noise. the dog snoring. Yeah. That's what that noise is. Right. I know you guys probably can't hear that. We should probably get a mic on Buddy right now. I wouldn't. <laughs> He's probably gonna fart. Poor little guy. So. Oh. Poor little guy. <laughs> now. So okay, in your honest opinion, though, mm-hmm. I know like you stay in this house and weird shit happens in this house right. and your your feet get grabbed and shit like that when you're sleeping and apparently you know your legs get pulled out from under you you know it was totally you, different well usually though like when somebody gets tripped up like that their legs would go in front of them not behind them right and certainly totally not backwards like that it was totally different because i've experienced a lot of things like in this house right um just sleeping like that, you will be woken up by like a tickle on your foot or a grab of the foot. Nothing like that. Nothing that almost seemed like something was trying to hurt me. Okay. To me. And it was totally different from anything that I've ever experienced. I don't know what's going on with your mic again, dude. I'm fucking trying here. It's a pain in the ass. Hold on. It's a pain in the ass. (laughs) We're, we're switching mics. Is this one... B- is that better? Only about a thousand times better. Only a thousand times? Just about a thousand times. But yeah, like I said, Don't like... fucking put words in my mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> laying in bed at night, things like that. Um, you know, you'll get foot grabs, tickles, right. things like that. Now, what do you hear anything, though? Absolutely. All like, the time. What do you hear? Footsteps. I don't know if I want to hear this because I like sleep in the same damn house. Right. But it's, uh, I don't know. I hear a lot, but you try to justify it to something else. And try to explain it away. Right. But then when you legitimately feel something grab your foot or take them out from underneath you. Right. It's a well. All I know is that was freaking nuts because big tree fell hard that day. Well, yeah, but I saw it. Yeah, like I literally watched it happen. Right. It was just weird. Um, now, it's uh, Aaron. I know you don't want to talk. I know you don't want to talk. You're you're shy, shy little girl. But like, yeah, nobody can see you. It's totally fine. Like anyway, um. Have you experienced anything odd? In this house? Uh, anywhere. In this house, yeah, absolutely. In this house? Mm-hmm. Okay, like what? Like the other night my foot was grabbed. The exact same it type of thing. The shit out of me. Now, it's funny, though, because... <clears throat> excuse me while I clear my throat. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting, though, because... My wife has had similar experiences. Correct, honey? Now, it only happened like one time, though, right? It only happened one time. Is that correct? The way foot was grabbed? Yeah, get right up in there. Yeah, only one time. Now, but it was both feet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Thank you so much for, <laughs> for diving into that. <laughs> I will say this though, like we're gonna okay, 
we're taking a small little break right now and i'm gonna i'm gonna share some good news some interesting news and as you listen to this podcast right now you can now stop listening to this podcast that's exactly what i'm saying stop listening to this podcast get your ass on it onto a computer go to the ghostfiles.tv and you should find a brush with evil because it is officially available to you today right now as you're listening to this officially available ghostfiles.tv check that shit out and that's the last we ever have to really plug a brush with evil isn't it isn't it what do you mean no okay my wife who is the executive producer of the film she's like no we're gonna keep going um why don't you grab a microphone here babe and tell them not too much but why don't you let the cat out of the bag a little bit here about what is going on here okay the other night i'm just uh, before before you even begin to speak this is just like our marriage i never get to talk we were (laughs) we were coming home from an event in des moines iowa driving home late at night and my wife gets an idea and this is literally it was brewing for a while okay so apparently you just it, don't ever let me talk oh christ no, so go ahead go ahead tell them the idea i don't want to <laughs> explain well, some of the idea you don't just, get the whole idea because that would just be too easy okay so Another thing is she's not telling me what the project entails. All she is telling me is it's getting the A Brush With Evil cast together again for one final hoorah. Not involving the chapel this time, though. It's involving a different location. It won't be the final hoorah. And an experiment, though. God damn. Don't flip me off, James. (laughs) James, like, just let it stop. (laughs) Oh my gosh! No, go ahead though. Like you had an idea. It, I don't. I don't think you can tell us everything because I know you're keeping us in the dark with it as well, because you want it to be kind of a surprise or whatever. But get into uh, the premise of it a little bit. Broad strokes. <laughs> well, Broad like strokes. you said, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take. <laughs> you're gonna joke on that. <laughs> We are going to take the majority of A Brush With Evil cast. The original five is what we're trying to get together. The Fab Five. You could they say are definitely it. fabulous, let me tell you. <laughs> we're the A-team. <laughs> anyway. But we're going to go a little deeper. Not just into ghost hunting, but into the who's and the why's and the when's. Okay. And they're going to be... We're capturing real emotion... So basically everything that you're not going to get in A Brush With Evil. Right. So you're going to see a lot of tears? I don't want It's going to be real. I told him he's going to cry. Who? All of you. Oh, that's not fun. It's going to be great. Yeah, it'll it'll look good on film, right? It'll look good on film, right? Tell yourself whatever you have to to get through it, babe. (sighs) Okay. But we're also going to kind of explore different theories that we have. I mean, there's this big question is, are ghosts real? 
well, if any of us knew the answer to that, we wouldn't be sitting in Tabor, Iowa, let me tell you that. That's very true. That's very true. And I'm not going to... We will never get to the bottom of our ghost reel. I don't think we're intended to, hon. I don't think so either. But I think that there are questions that can be answered. But at the same time, those questions are probably going to be answered with more questions. And it's going to be a total mind fuck. Welcome to the paranormal. One question leads to five more. And and you never get a single answer. (laughs) My goal is to leave the audience not just... Oh, I watched a movie and it was good. I crapped my pants because I was scared. It's not going to be a cheap thrill. It should be an emotional event that makes you think. And I want you to walk out after watching it and just going, huh, and asking yourself more questions to get more answers in the end. That'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. There will be more guests involved with this film. More what? Guests that... You will not know who they are. Do I know them personally? You will know some of them. Well, balls. But the average person that maybe knows Josh Hurd or James Hurd or Blake Wilkerson may not know... Name drop my ass. You're nobody, James. You know, that's so <laughs> not even true because, like, it's funny because, you know, I'm... This kind of... It kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. I'm just going to say it right now. No, I'm the fucker that wrote the books... I'm the guy that like came up with the movie and all this shit. And James is the one that gets recognized for the film. <laughs> James can't even go get a fucking gallon of milk from the store without somebody being like, aren't you that guy from that movie? And James like, fucking right I am. It's hilarious, though. But They weren't talking about your movie. No, though they are. Like It's funny because they're like, uh, James went in to get a haircut one day. And the lady that was cutting his hair, she was like, aren't you that guy... It was in that film that I saw about like ghosts and shit and the the college and James like fuck yeah. <laughs> it was funny though, but whatever. Anyway. So you said there might be more? Absolutely. <sighs> okay. I am stressed out. Like, did you see my leg? Did you feel the vibration of the table and the floor? It's a huge experiment. I mean, it's not... You can't take your known and keep going with your known because you're never going to arrive at any answers. You're looking for the unknown. So you have to mix it up a little bit. Okay. No, here. Put that back in your face. You got to have a microphone there. Put that back in your face. You're fine. Hey. Hey, buddy. Welcome back. (laughs) All right. We can try the unknown. Yes. And that's fine. But it's scary. Yeah. So I'd rather try ice cream. <laughs> you, could, you could try ice cream. <laughs> what the fuck? I'll give you ice cream when you're done shooting the movie. <laughs> Do you fucking promise? Rap party. Do you fucking promise? Sundays for everyone. Sweet. I'm in. So, it's like, do you promise? I promise there will be ice cream. You better prank you promise that shit. <laughs> oh, they're doing so it. Done. Nice. Thank you, swear. Perfect. Why'd you Perfect. buy such a big fucking ring out? <laughs> you guys are adorable. I, I want to tell a story. Since we're, we're telling stories about this jacked up house that we all live in, right? So I want to tell a story. And, sweetie, you're going to have to, like, hop on the mic. You're going to have to help me out here. Um with this because this happened 
last Christmas. And I don't know if I've actually like told this story or not. But anyway. So we're setting up we're setting up the Christmas tree and all that fun holly jolly horse shit. Anyway. <laughs> he has quite the Christmas spirit. <laughs> oh my god. Halloween is my Christmas. Okay, that's like my Christmas. October in general is just amazing. But <clears throat> but anyway. So so we're setting up the tree and we're decorating it. We're having a great time and at the time, you know, we had a very young daughter who was born just the previous May. So she wasn't even a full year yet. This was going to be her first Christmas and it only just dawned on us. Like I went down to the basement and I grabbed a box full of Holly Jolly shit and I brought it up and then <laughs> there was still one box of decorations left in the basement. But we're emptying the the current box or whatever and uh we <laughs> we saw that we it was you know it had like stockings and shit in it. But we didn't have a stocking for our daughter Ellie. Mom and dad of the year. And that's what we were saying. We're like, oh my God, we felt horrible because we're like, shit, we're terrible parents because we don't have a stocking for our daughter. And so we're going to have to go to the store on this night and we're going to have to pick up a stocking and we're making this like top priority. And it was kind of funny then because, you know, we just kept going on and on and on about how we suck as parents and... Yeah, I had to go back downstairs and get that one last box of decorations. And so I go downstairs and there's this old stove. It's like a cast iron stove that's down there. It's obviously not in use or anything like that anymore. But it's sitting there and on top of the stove itself was a very old hand-sewn stocking. Um... And I was like, this is fairly odd, you know, that this stocking would be here sitting directly on top of this stove. Um, and it was weird because I'm the only one that really ever goes in the basement. Um, my wife does not really travel down to the basement. Our daughters certainly do not. But I remember specifically two days prior to that, I was dicking around with that stove and kind of digging around through it and looking at it and just whatever, uh, being myself and looking at every little nook and cranny that I possibly could. And I would have noticed the stocking because I, I remember lifting up the top, the lid or whatever, where that stocking was actually sitting. And it definitely wasn't there two days prior. Anyway, my grandparents were the ones that owned this house for 45 or 46 years before we took it over. And it's funny because, like, I even showed my grandmother the stocking. And I said, like, do you know where this could have possibly come from? Thinking it was hers and it was just some of the shit that they might have left behind or whatever. And she had no idea. She had never seen it before in her life. Which was like, what the hell is going on with this place? And so, you know, obviously I was like, thank you. (laughs) to whatever or whoever like gave us the stocking it's amazing and we we did we hung it up didn't we sweetie yes we did yeah we hung up the stocking or whatever with the rest of our stockings um 
more or less as a sign of respect, you know. But it was just weird, like, how that happened. So, I mean, I don't know. In your... Okay, going getting back to, like, the, uh, the foot-grabbing things. James, I would say, like, with you and your shit, what, <laughs> I would say that whatever's, like, grabbing your shit and, like, pulling you down on the floor, that's, that's not a very nice spirit. No, it doesn't feel very nice. (laughs) (laughs) But then at the same time, Kirsten, you had an entirely different experience when your feet got grabbed. Yes, I did. When did that happen? Right after Uncle Danny passed away. Okay. Uncle Danny died and he was 45, 46 years old. How old was he? 44? Okay. I was in the ballpark. So he was about 44 years old or so when he passed away. Now, how how long after his death did the foot grabbing occur for you, honey? It was a couple weeks. Was it a couple weeks? Okay. Yeah. But it was it was weird because it just, like, I was gone. I was uh, probably playing music somewhere, right? No, you were asleep because I blamed you. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I thought I was gone. Because I punched you and said, what the fuck are you grabbing my feet? Well, that's real cute. Punch the husband. Don't mess with me when I'm trying to fall asleep. (laughs) But regardless, it just seemed more playful. Right? Right. It was like someone was tickling both of my feet. Like, thumb on the inside. Yeah. And pointer finger on the outside. Yeah. And just kind of went from heel to toe. And it just sent a shocking... (laughs) feeling straight up my legs into my calves and it was like my feet and ankles went numb for a second. That is weird though. That is very weird. But I mean like I said that's more playful. Right? right. Now and I would also say then that like the whole stocking incident around Christmas time that was helpful. You know, it was just like something trying to help us out because obviously they were sick and tired of listening to me bitch about it. <laughs> As we all were. Thank you. But anyway, <laughs> but so I would I would go and I would go as far as to say that there are like good spirits here and helpful spirits here, and there are others that may not have the best of intentions here as well. Would you agree? Yes. Okay, James. What about you? Absolutely. Um, it's uh. There was another point that I was going to make, and it's totally, like, fucking gone from my head right now. But whatever. I have no idea. It's gone forever. This is dead air that we're listening to I think that the good spirits, though, are the family and friends that we've lost most of way too soon that are just coming by to check on us, especially at the holidays. Sure. You know, and right after Danny's passing, we had quite a few things happen around here to both us. Right. We did. Um, It's just weird, too, because every time, like, I I own uh, what's called the SB7 spirit box um, that sweeps, you know, the radio channels and things of that nature. Um, But I specifically have pulled it out and, and done this a few different times, and I've always asked the question, how many of you are in this house? How many spirits are in this house? And it always comes up with the exact same number, which is weird, but it always does say the exact same number. It says seven. 
Seven. All the time. Always seven. So, it is also weird, too, because I remember one night, it was right after I got it. Kirsten, you and myself were in the living room dicking around with it after after uh, Izzy went to bed. <laughs> and, um, I didn't believe that it was really working or that it could work or anything like that, you know, because I'm like, oh, it's just sweeping through radio channels. You know, how is this working? But when it said your name, I mean, my wife's name is Kirsten, which is it's not that common of a name, you know. And when it said Kirsten, like I, my, my jaw dropped. Like, I'm like, okay, so maybe there is something to this. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Just on the spirit box alone. I think the spirit box is hard to understand. And I think it's also hard to pick up on if it's just something that's coming through on a radio station, especially if it's a one syllable. That's the bitch of it. Yes or no. Right. But when you hear something like Kirsten and it's scanning two, three, four stations and you're watching it go. Right. And you hear the different syllables come across. I mean, is it possible that you're catching different syllables, all of different words at the same time, but what's the likelihood that it would repeat itself Right. when asked to? Yeah, that's very true. I don't know. Like... For me, the whole, I don't know, the jury's still out on the whole ITC thing in general. I just can't necessarily get on board with something that is using radio channels, active radio channels, with fucking music and people talking on them. Like, I cannot get on board with that because what are we looking for for an answer? A voice, ultimately, right? Right. Speech. What the fuck is on the radio? Speech. A whole lot of speech. Right? That's why. That's why the jury's still out for me. You know? But it is weird. I'll give you that. It's weird. Sometimes it's our own brains wanting to hear a certain answer. You're, you're, ooh. You're stepping on, yeah. yeah. You're stepping into my next book. I am. And maybe a segue into Abway 1.5. God damn it. Stop with the teasing. (laughs) Like, why do you do this? Okay. What is it with my with our brains that you're going to dick with here? Every God. possible God. section. You're screwing with us. You're you are taking advantage of us. I am. It's going to be a mind fuck. Is that what it's going to be? Is that seriously what it's going to be? Absolutely. Like I'm a little nervous. If you, you can't be. tell. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I'm going to pull out every stop that I can possibly think oh. of, and I'm going to do research, and I'm going to use some background that I have in the psychology field. Well, and let me just say this, though. We film. We film Not this. We're going to film this in about three weeks. Start filming. Don't get too excited. No, we're taking one day. We're filming the entire thing in one day. What the fuck? You heard it right. We're filming the entire thing in one day. Maybe two. Maybe two days. But you they sounded will be, awfully confident with the one day. So but it'll be consecutive like, days. I saw you look at Kirsten, and then you're like, uh, maybe two. What, because she has that look on in her eyes where she's <laughs> like, oh, you'd have no idea. So it's like trying to pimp something that you have no idea what's going on is tough, man. You told me you didn't want to know. Uh, because I... I think it's important that I don't know. 
It is important. You know the general idea. All of you know the general no. idea that I'm I know involved. apparently that we're going to cry and eventually we might ghost hunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know. That's all you need to. That's all I need to know. Just tell me when and where to show up. <laughs> Which speaking of, where are we where are we filming this? You can at least say that. We are filming over in Malvern at the Malvern Manor. Malvern, Iowa at the Malvern Manor, which, by the way, is officially open for business. What's that, buddy? Plug it in. Plug it in, baby. You know, okay, here's here's my problem. Here's here's a, a genuine issue that I have, okay? And I, I, Erectile I, dysfunction. No, that is not even close to a problem <laughs> okay. that I have. However, <laughs> look at this. Look what I do. Like I've got, I've got a book that just came out, right? I've got a movie that's literally dropping today. 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 We've heard that. Yeah. No wait. <laughs> yeah, we've heard this. Okay. I'm now, a star. I'm open for autographs. I've got another. I've got another book coming out. I've got another book coming out. We have another movie that we're about to film. And and on top of all of this shit, I, I do a radio program here. Excuse me, I do a podcast. Now, what else do I have going on? Oh, Malvern Manor. That's right. So, I, I, I'm doing a lot. And it's like, what to plug? And, and I also am in a band. And, and do all this shit, too. It's ridiculous. It's too much. It's almost too much. So what to plug at what time? So I, I, Plug it all. Yeah, but apparently all I'm doing when I open my mouth is, radio is just <laughs> pimping everything that I touch, which oh, is yeah. ridiculous. Touch it all. No, I don't like it, okay? Dude. Like, I don't really enjoy... Talk it up. I don't want to. Why? Like, because it's you weird. did it for a reason. I did it for a reason, but it also sounds like I'm bragging. And I don't ever want to... I don't ever want to say... If you're I'm elaborating bragging. on your ideas and things that you've done what like you're talking about malvern manor i am talking about malvern manor because you brought it up yeah okay so you're talking about it malvern manor is it's 29 rooms it's 29 rooms it's 18 bathrooms it's a fucking mansion that's what it is but it used to be a home halfway house for the mentally handicapped at least a hundred deaths on property at least 100 people have passed away on site. And you want to talk about an entirely new level of active. It is ridiculous. The place in itself is a total mindfuck. The place is a total mindfuck because it's like you don't even want to walk up the stairs. You don't want to walk down a long-ass hallway because it is terrifying. You definitely don't want to be the first or the last. And there's like four different wings of this place that all just scream, you know, creep-tastic shit. They actually do scream sometimes. But yeah, if you guys want to check that (laughs) shit out, do it on Facebook. All you got to do is look up Malvern Manor. M-A-L-V-E-R-N. Malvern Manor. And yeah, so that's another thing that we all do and have going on all at the same time. <laughs> oh, Aaron wanted to speak. What did you want to say, Aaron? Nothing? Nothing at all? Just a giggle and a turn. Okay. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, that's fun, though. We have fun. Well, I tell you this much, though. Um, now, 
James, you've been to Malvern Manor a, a zillion times. Yes. Yeah, actually, the opening scene of A Brush with Evil was filmed in Malvern Manor. We were lucky enough to, to get our hands on that. Unfortunately, yes. Very last minute and literally, I mean, zero money was spent on that, which was right. incredible. Um, but in the scene, like, you hear James, like, act asking whatever is there to, you know, somehow make itself known. And you hear him. You're still breathing in the microphone, but I'm just saying. No, it's fine. Turn to stay on point. <laughs> but it was amazing because you said, could you knock on something or whatever? And then you hear a cough. But it was like a female cough, right? Yeah. And then you asked for it again, and it fucking did it. It did it, which was amazing. Nope. Absolutely amazing. And that was fucking stupid. It was well. You were completely alone, by yourself, isolated in this basement of this place. Yeah, you guys are dicks. But I mean, we we experienced a lot of shit in that place, didn't we? Just Absolutely. that night alone. Just that night alone. The we film had that crew. And then upstairs. Yeah, the moaning and right. footsteps and all yep. of that. Oh my god. Now I will say this: our buddy Connor uh, from the Ghost Files, who uh, has been on a few episodes of the show. He um, has been living there and kind of cleaning it up, getting it ready for overnight investigations, which are already being booked and all that fun shit. But, you know, um, Connor has almost ran out of there a hundred times at least just because of the activity that's going on. He sat on the front porch for hours and then. Because of the fact that it sounds like somebody has broken into the place and is like just tearing it apart. But once you go and investigate and see where the noise is coming from, nothing is out of place. Absolutely nothing is out of place. That's weird. Like, it's that's very weird. very weird. But I don't know. There was a lot of things that went on with that place. I mean, I could do an entire show on Malvern Manor. Let's alone. do one. I, I think I should. I think I should. With history mm-hmm. and backstory and then ultimately why it closed down will blow your minds. We'll even get Connor on here. Exactly. And I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Love it. Look at us setting shit up for the future. Right. Look at us. Forward thinking some bitches. That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. It's all about progress. <laughs> it's all about progress. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Now that right there. I'm taking that little clip and I'm saving it. And I'm going to make it a hot button on this. It's I don't just, even know what that means. It's all about progress. It's all about progress. It's all about progress. But it's the way you said it. It's all about progress. <laughs> I'm using it. I don't give a shit what you say. I didn't sign shit. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I tell you what, though. This, this was a fun episode. It was fun just to talk about spooky stuff, ghosts, ghostly happenings. I think Aaron should say bye, though. I think Aaron should say bye. You at should least at least bye. say goodbye. I mean, could you say bye? She's like, fuck, I don't want to say bye. <laughs> Kirsten's, again, every, you know, every time that Kirsten is on the show. Facebooking. Are you Facebooking? Every. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you had to stop, pick up the microphone, switch it on, and then say, Yes, and then put the microphone back down. I, I found something that I need to say to you. You oh, found something straight that, from 
the heart. Facebook. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> Straight from Facebook. Yeah, if it's on Facebook, it's got to be true. You never got to worry about me cheating on you. Ugh. I might eat something that was yours, but that's about it. <laughs> You're welcome. Good night, everyone. Yeah. It's going to be a good day, Tater. It's going to be a good day. <laughs> you know, it's weird, too, because if I ever have Kirsten on the show, which she's been on, like, what, two or three shows now? Something like that. I see an increase in numbers, an increase in downloads, um, things of that nature. Because I kick what ass. What you say, <laughs> She's like, because I kick ass. It's all those little one-liners that you throw in there. <laughs> we should be periscoping this shit right now. You know, I was thinking that earlier because some of your facial expressions, when you speak and you, you do all your funny voices, and your face just goes into these really funny shapes, and it's kind of comical. Funny shapes. That's true. <laughs> it is. I would have to concur. Thank you, James. <laughs> it's all about progress. It's all about progress. <laughs> We're having too much fun. Oh, my God. Anyway, look. Bottom line, thank you guys for doing this. Cam Radio 12. Cam Radio 12. <laughs> thank you guys for doing this, being here, doing the show with me. The rest of you guys out there listening, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Go out, get some shit done. Uh, maybe drink a beer or five for me. And head on over to theghostfiles.tv. Check out A Brush With Evil, which you can now officially freaking own. So I hope everybody's doing great. hope everybody has a great freaking weekend, and we will talk to you all soon. Peace out. Make it a rule. Never to get involved with your best people. Actually, it's more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw.